Here's our 2020 Vision Radio News update for Tuesday the 12th of July. I am Curtis Morton, out of Charleston, Nevis. The Moral Restoration Movement, MRM, is having its say as the election date in the Federation gets closer. Let's hear from Patricia Jeffers and leader Samuel Keynes. They all need to stop it. And they need to stop it now. They have all been disrespectful to the citizens of St. Kitts and Nevis, both here and in the diaspora. They have also been disrespectful to our Caribbean brothers and sisters, not excluding the various heads of government, such as CARICOM, the OAS, and the like, and the world at large. I say this because if we were to look along the lines of foreign investors, most both present and prospective ones, could you imagine what they are thinking? I am certain that those who have already invested are now asking themselves if they have done or made the right decision. And those who are presently pursuing the possibilities of investing here are having second thoughts. Come on, guys. Our youths are also listening and watching on. Can any one of you honestly meet a youngster on the street and try to correct them based on your recent disrespect? to your former colleagues in government? I say no. So again, I am calling on the Prime Minister. I'm calling on our Premier, Mark Brantley, and any other ministers of government, of the, of the, the, the Team Unity government, who are guilty of this mudslinging and name-calling and all that, to stop it immediately. It does not sound good. But we have all come to realize that the Prime Minister has a lot of power. Many of us did not realize how much power the Prime Minister has, you know. Many of us over the years did not realize. We know that it's a democracy. And we know in a democracy, there are discussions around the room. And different people have different ideas. And the person with the best idea, that idea might be accepted by the leader. And I think a lot of us thought that that's the way it really works in government. People did not realize that the prime minister has so much power. Even though we had glimpses of it before. I'll tell you a story. To highlight the point that the prime minister has a lot of power or the leader of a country. Way back in the 1970s, the Minister of Communication was a man by the name of Ivan de Grasse in St. Kitts. I think he was a Sandy Pointer. And one day he came into Bastia and he parked in a no parking zone. A police officer who was right there did not address him. The police simply ignored him. But the then Premier, Robert Llewellyn Bradshaw, 
was in the area and he saw it. And Bracho went over to the police officer and he said, Officer, you didn't see that man parking in no parking zone? The officer said, Yes, Honorable. But because he's the Minister of Government, I didn't do anything. Bracho said, Let me tell you something. Whether it is a Minister of Government or an ordinary citizen, Nobody is above the law in this country. And you have to ticket him. You have to ticket him. He's breaking the law. That's the power that the Premier had. That's the power. Fast forward. Father's Day 1994. Kennedy Simmons decided, I have had enough of Michael Powell. And what did he do? Send him packing. You all remember that? Do you remember that? Michael Powell was fired by Kennedy Simmons. And Michael Powell won his seat handsomely in St. Christopher 1. But in spite of that, he was fired by Kennedy Simmons in 1994. And so we see the Prime Minister has a lot of power. Out of Basse, St. Kitts, the annual restaurant week will be held in St. Kitts from the 14th to the 24th of July. Permanent Secretary in the Ministry of Tourism, Mrs. Carleen Henry Morton, speaks in this ZIZ television report about some of the projections for the week. We think that um, Restaurant Week has that same potential and so, yes, we're having a lot of local people coming out and every year that we hold it we see more and more people coming out we think over the years that restaurant is also going to begin attracting persons from within the region and further afield mm -hmm. so that is what we are working towards having our local people coming out but also mm -hmm. making it a regional and international um, taste in showcase so that persons you know they, they book their vacation intending to enjoy restaurant week while they are on St. Kitts. We go to break and when I come back we'll have news on the regional scene.
out of Montserrat. Deputy Premier in Montserrat, Dr. Samuel Joseph, updates Montserratians on the situation with electricity across the island. Let's get this ZJB radio report. Currently, the 750 plant is not connected to the grid and that's for various reasons. One of the issues that's been happening with MUL is that they have a lot of generators, some in new, some majority are old, and they don't talk to one another, they don't synchronize with one another in, in the proper way, and there's an issue there that's creating some of the things that we have in now. The 750 plant does not sync with all of the generators that are there at MUL. So that issue has to be resolved. I've been told that the parts and the switches to resolve that have been shipped and they should be on island this month and should be installed. When that is done, again, assuming that all goes to plan, the plant will now be supplying power to the grid. We should have the benefit of releasing some of these high-speed generators that we are using, which needs to be retired because they are there from since town and they have passed the useful lifestyle and it's only through the hard work of the mold engineers why they are still Function. operating. Why we still have them, again, I'll come to that, that, that story at the end of this program. So we are hoping that when the, those switches go into place and the control panels that has been ordered and we've been told that they're arriving this month and should be installed and set up, that the 750 will now be supplying power to the grid and it will also reduce the diesel consumption of the mold generating plant, which should translate into less part on your fuel surcharge on your electricity bill. That is the hope. I want to see how that works before I, I say anything because we have, there's a lot of issues that we have to be honest that's happening at the power plant that need to be resolved and a lot of issues at the power plant that have started from since 2004 and have been kicked down the road and haven't been finally resolved and they need to be resolved. But I'll come to that. But, the but and specifically on the 750, it is operational. It is just a matter of getting it connected to the grid. But to do that, we have to ensure that the switches and the control panels and the synchronization issues at MUL are resolved. Out of St. John's in Antigua, the Antigua Labour Party presented candidates for the upcoming elections at the party's convention held last Sunday. We get this ABS television report. The convention also ratified several proposed amendments to the party's constitution, including giving the central executive the discretion to select election using a method other than a primary. It also accepted a report from the Suitability Committee, which determined incumbent St. Peter MP, the Honorable Asad Michael, was not suitable to run on the party's ticket at the next election. The party then presented its 17 candidates, with Prime Minister the Honorable Gaston Brown leading a similar team as that which contested the 2018 elections, with three new candidates, Nacinta Ned for Barbuda, Gail Christian for St. John's Rural West, and Rodan Turner for St. Peter. The next general elections are constitutionally due March next year, but Prime Minister Brown can call them at any time. And internationally, out of Japan, the world remembers Japan's former Prime Minister. We get this Sky News report. Speaking at an election rally in the city of Nara. This is the moment Japan's former Prime Minister, Shinzo Abe, is attacked. Two gunshots, 
fired from behind. They strike Abe in the back and doctors say the neck. He collapses, his shirt covered in blood. Chaos and confusion as security wrestles the suspect to the ground. And Shinzo Abe airlifted to hospital. Officials say he arrived with no vital signs. He was not breathing, his heart had stopped. Local media reports a male suspect in his 40s has been arrested and that he told police he wanted to kill the former PM. What appears to be a handmade gun was reportedly used in the attack. As Japan's longest serving Prime Minister, Shinzo Abe was a towering figure on the international stage. At home, he orchestrated an ambitious plan to revive the country's ailing economy. Boris Johnson called it incredibly sad news, writing, his global leadership through uncharted times will be remembered by many. My thoughts are with his family, friends and the Japanese people. The UK stands with you at this dark and sad time. Before Abe's death was announced, the US described the former PM as an outstanding leader and unwavering ally. Our thoughts, our prayers are with him, his family, with the people of Japan. Uh, this is uh, a very, very uh, sad moment. As the shock sinks in, there will be questions. How could this happen in one of the safest countries in the world, where until now, political violence on this scale had been almost unthinkable? Nicole Johnston, Sky News. Now to our weather update. The local weather forecast for St. Kitts and Nevis valid up to 8pm today, Tuesday the 12th of July. The weather today partly cloudy and hazy with a 30% or low chance of showers. The winds east with speeds ranging from 22 to 31 kilometers per hour or 14 to 20 miles per hour with possible gusts to as high as 50 kilometers per hour or 31 miles per hour. The seas 0.9 to 1.8 meters or 3 to 6 feet. The sunrise today was at 5.44 a.m. The sunset today is scheduled for 6.49 p.m. I am Curtis Morton wishing you a marvelous day.